This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user ronjohn29072. The title of this story is Caught in the Act. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. My wife, Ellen, left for work in her usual casual manner. She walked out to the car with her briefcase in one hand the gym bag hanging off her shoulder, and the keys in the other hand. Bye honey, she said blowing me a kiss. A childish gesture, but she's a busy woman and didn't have time to stand in front of me and actually perform the physical gesture. Don't make dinner tonight. I'll be working late, Ellen says while maneuvering everything she carried to close the door to the garage. A better, more trusting husband would have overlooked the fact his wife didn't ask any questions when he came home two days before saying he was going to take the rest of the week off from work on a whim. Ellen Bostick is a busy woman and what John Bostick does with his free time is none of her concern. But it just wasn't Ellen's diligence to her career and dedication to the law firm she worked for that had gotten me suspicious weeks before. It was about a month ago that Ellen became obsessed with having her cell phone constantly within reach. The next strangeness was when I noticed she had muted the notification sound her cell phone made when she got a text. After that, an avalanche of strange behaviors appeared the following weeks leaving me to one conclusion. My loving wife of seven years was fucking another guy or gal. I did not confide my fear to anyone, family or friends. This was my problem and I was going to handle it my way. Now it did bother me that Ellen was assuming she could play the devious office slut without me noticing. But then again, I had lived with her long enough to realize that deep down she didn't think I was anywhere near as smart as her. That was her first mistake. A couple of hours later I get in my truck and drive down to one of the car rental places close to the airport. The sedan I drive out of the lot is as plain and unnoticeable as they come. After that, I cruise by the building where Ellen's law firm has its offices. Ellen's car is in its usual space as is the car of one of her co-workers. Luckily, there's a drug store nearby and its parking lot allows me a clear view of not only the two cars but the main employee exit. The drug store doesn't allow blatant loitering, so I pull out today's paper and arrange it to the want ads. Along with that, I have a folder with copies of my resume along with printouts from employment websites in the front passenger seat. Learned that tactic from an internet website teaching surveillance. To most cops and curious observers, I am just a clean-cut white guy who's down on his luck looking for a job in a new town. I don't have to wait long. A little after 1 o'clock in the afternoon Ellen and one of her male co-workers leave the office. The male co-worker is Frank Smith. A sleazy middle-aged douchebag suffering from delusions of grandeur. If this is Ellen's lover, I'm sort of surprised. If she was going to cheat I figured it would have been someone my age, or younger. At least someone who was in far better shape than a Ted Cruz clone with blonde hair plugs. Now with Ellen being an attorney, this could just be them going to lunch or to an important meeting. If that's the case I'll have to fall back and rethink my spying. Sure enough, they get in his car where he immediately leans over and began kissing and fondling my wife. From the way his left arm is positioned, I do believe his hand is playing with one of my wife's nipples. Well, lunch is still a possibility, but I think my worst suspicions are confirmed. A minute or two later Frank pulls out of the office parking lot and turns onto the highway. I follow in the rental car not really worrying about being noticed because the sedan has tinted windows. Another piece of advice I learned from the Beginner's Guide to Surveillance website. God bless the internet and its legions of paranoid denizens. Frank and Ellen's destination appears to be a second-rate motel beside the old Grand Mall. Not a bad choice, all things considered. 
The Grand Mall was like a zombie now with all its major stores long closed with the remaining businesses barely hanging on. The motel next it served shoppers who drove long distances to hit all the fashionable stores back in the day. From the way the motel is situated next to the highway, I figure the backside is well hidden from traffic. Instead of possibly blowing my cover I speed around to the other entrance and park in the back. As I lose sight of the two lovebirds I see Frank running into the motel registration office. Five minutes later they pull around to the back and park in front of one of the rooms. I'm 20 parking slots off to the side and park next to another car. I can't help but wonder how many others are using the motel for secret rendezvous. The two jump out of the car and rush to the motel room door. Apparently not out of concern they might be noticed but out of pure horniness. Beautiful Ellen is already unbuttoning her blouse before Frank gets the door open. They want to fuck and nothing. Not even their limited lunch break will get in the way. While all of this is going on I'm taking pictures in the rental car. Never was much for photography but I got to admit. The new zoom lens camera I'm holding is a dream to work. Just as Frank gets the door open I get a nice shot of Ellen unclipping the front of her bra. A nice picture of Ellen's nipple with Frank looking hungrily at it with the motel room number in the background will do wonders in divorce court. They go inside and close the door with me now relegated to waiting for them to emerge to get some final shots. Nothing wins over divorce cases like two lovers leaving their illicit lair looking all tousled from hot sex. It takes me a minute but I notice something odd about the first floor rooms. They do not have large picture windows, but much smaller ones that start at the ceiling and only go down about a third of the way to the ground. The obvious reason for the design was to prevent a casual observer walking by from seeing inside. It was an impulse purchase, one I didn't think I would use but I have a small remote camera about the size of a matchbox that would sit nicely on the window ledge allowing me to record video of my wife and Frank. There isn't a soul in sight so I jump out of the car and jog to the sidewalk in front of the first floor rooms. In an attempt to avoid being surprised by either one of them running back to Frank's car, I'm about five rooms down from them when I step on the sidewalk. As I pass their room I can hear laughter and hope they are both enjoying themselves long enough for me to position the camera on the outside window ledge. Standing under the window, I take a moment to make sure the Bluetooth connection with my cell phone is good and review the video feed long enough to aim the camera. A small turn of the camera brings a naked Frank into full view laying on the bed. I want to puke but Ellen comes into view. She's naked herself standing at the foot of the bed and holding what looks to be a bottle of fruit-flavored lube. I've been numb to this whole series of events until that moment. Now that it's absolutely confirmed she's having an affair I'm filled with rage. Instead of beating on the motel door, another part of my mind retakes control and I retreat back to the rental car. There is no sound to the video feed but you really don't need it. Ellen crawls on the bed and starts spreading the lube on Frank's cock. She spreads it all over his shaft and balls and begins to lick it off like a popsicle. From there, she takes his entire shaft in her mouth and starts moving her head up and down, increasing speed as she goes. I was in that same position just a couple of weeks before. Ellen gives fantastic head and has a way of using her tongue that really drives me wild. Still not sure why Ellen is so into tubby Frank. From what I can see his dick is actually below average in length and width. But she's clearly far more aroused in that seedy motel room with him that she's been with me for a long time. Right before Frank blows his load. Ellen pulls back from his shaft allowing him to come on her neck and tits. She climbs up next to Frank on the bed and he begins using his hands to rub his cum all over her tits. They begin kissing again with Frank using his left hand to position Ellen on her back and then spread her legs. Much to my surprise, Ellen shaved her pussy last night while getting ready for bed. Something she has never done for me saying the irritation from the regrowing hairs weren't worth the effort. 
Frank slips down the bed and moves in between her legs. He starts his own tongue action on Ellen's clit while slowly slipping his fingers between the lips of her glistening wet pussy. I've got to admit, given the look on Ellen's face Frankie boy is apparently an expert at providing oral sex. Ellen looks enraptured and is arching her back so high lover boy has to stop for a moment to calm her down. He then flips Ellen over, up on her knees, and goes at her pussy again. Her head is buried in a pillow sheet with her hands clenching the sheets. There's no sound on the video feed but in my mind, she has to be screaming. Time stretches on and Ellen pushes up on her arms and climaxes. Every part of her body is trembling and she collapses on the bed. The camera feed is so good I can see the sweat on Ellen's face and tits. They cuddle for several minutes trying to recover. The next round begins as Frank's dick goes fully erect and begins teasing the entrance to Ellen's pussy. I'm actually curious to see if Ellen will go anal with her lover. It's something she refused with me, even while we dated. She said it was unnatural and dirty. As the two slide around on the bed, Frank ends up on his back with Ellen going front cowgirl. As she's bouncing on his dick her long brown hair flies around wild and free like something from a 1980s music video. It's fucking steamy hot to me and I can't help but feel aroused myself. She's my wife after all and while I've flirted with a few women since we married, I've never cheated on her. Ellen continues to work herself up to climax while Frank plays with her tits. Truthfully the outcome seems anticlimactic compared to her orgasm from Frank sucking and fingering her pussy. They then cuddle together some more before one of them realizes the time. They both jump up and rush out of sight of the camera. I'd bet Frank is next to the bathroom sink while Ellen has a quick shower. Smelling like cum and sweat for the afternoon meeting probably doesn't go over well with fellow associates and the senior partners. It takes them about 40 minutes to emerge from the motel room. My digital zoom lens catches them in all their post-coitus glory. They drive away from the motel looking guilty as hell. Almost like they don't want to acknowledge the other is even in the car. The rest of my day is spent returning the rental car and going back home to edit my video and upload my pictures. Tubby Frank doesn't strike me as the homicidal type but I store my evidence of their afternoon fling at several different cloud sites. I'm even less worried about Ellen going rogue but my precautions are with her in mind as well. The last thing I do is burn the video to a DVD disc and load it into the player. I make myself a sandwich and relax and begin watching ESPN. It's around 8 o'clock when I hear the garage door open and Ellen pulling in. As Ellen opens the door, I hit play on the DVD and the beginning scene of Ellen with the bottle of lube appears on our 60-inch television. Hey honey, Ellen calls out as she puts away her stuff from work. What you watching? She asks. I don't hear any sound. She walks into the living room and stands next to the chair I'm sitting in. What in God's name are you watching? She begins to ask right as the female face on the screen comes into full view. She stands there frozen for several seconds as the woman on the television continues to suck a mean dick. She then looks at me and screams. A moment later she faints and falls to the floor. I get up to grab a beer leaving her on the floor. It was the start of a long night. 